Welcome to the Make Money Behave podcast, where we talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that will have a big impact on both. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am honored to be your host. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Make Money Behave. Today is Monday, April 8th. If you are tuning in today, that's awesome. If you're tuning in three months from now, that's just as cool. I just wanted to say happy Monday to you. I just got the baby down for a little bit and hopefully she stays sleeping long enough. If she doesn't, I will go ahead and just hit pause on this recording and come back because isn't that the way life is? We just kind of have to go with the flow a little bit and not expect that it's going to go perfectly. I wanted to start this week off strongly, and I thought, what better way to do that than to jump on here and just kind of connect with you, my listeners, today. As you may remember, last week I was jumping in for the first time after about six months, and there were some technical difficulties that I hadn't yet mastered, and I hadn't had this microphone set up, and all sorts of stuff, and I wanted to let you know that I was able to fix a lot of that this morning. I was able to hook the microphone back up and restart the computer and get some updates going and I think that I was able to bring in the intro and do the exiting music and all sorts of stuff that you would come to expect from this show. And I wanted to just give you a little bit of hope. When I was doing that, it was pretty quick actually. And I remember, I don't know if you remember, in the last couple episodes I talked about how It had been a good five and a half, six months since I had last recorded. And what happened is I got really scared of having to jump in again because there's that fear of it being the first time again. And I had a really long, I mean, there's like a a wide learning curve when you're trying something new, right? And so I had, I remembered that and I had learned it and I, I got going. And then when I stopped, the fear was it's going to take that long time to figure that out again. And here's the hope I want to give to you today. When I did that today, the learning curve was a fraction of the amount of the amount of time that it took the first time. So even though it felt like the first time, it wasn't the first time. I just started again, not for the first time. And if you have had any instance in your life, especially when it came to, you know, the way that you were managing your finances, if you were doing really, really well, and then you just stopped for whatever reason, you don't have to explain yourself to, to yourself, to me, to anybody. If you stop for whatever reason and you've been afraid to restart because it was so hard to start the first time that you just don't want to have to experience that again, I encourage you to try to start again because I I can almost guarantee you that the learning curve this time will be a fraction of the amount of time it took you the last time or the first time that you started. So but I wanted to just share that with you today and start by saying that because if you decide to work with me, I want you to know that it's going to be with someone who doesn't always get it right every single time but you will be working with someone who refuses to give up. And I won't let you give up on yourself, just like I won't let me give up on myself. And um, so if that's something that you would like to do, please feel free to reach out to me. My email is maria at cashinonchange.com. Again, that's maria at cashinonchange.com. And I would love to set up a free 30-minute call with you. Just put free 30-minute call in the subject line and we'll set up a call. 
where you and I will just take a little bit of a, of a 360 degree view of your situation so that we can kind of see what would work with your personality, your situation. And uh, that's my jam. My clients always say that I have this amazing way of empowering them, but also being willing to call them on the carpet when they need to be called. And they say that I do it in a way that they, they never feel judged. They feel encouraged and they know that the feedback is valuable. So if you would love 30 minutes of that, send me that email and we will go ahead and set that up. Okay, let's hop into what I wanna just share with you a little bit of today. I'm probably the only one in the whole universe who sits down and watches TV and actually analyzes things because I'm a bit of a nerd that way. Uh, but I, if I hear something, like I oftentimes will watch TV like watching while washing dishes or something. And if I hear something that just strikes me as intuitive or um, insightful, it's funny, I will just like dry my hands and go find a pen and paper and jot that note down. And I did that several months ago. I honestly, it's been so long, I don't remember the context of what this quote came from but it's from the show this is us and there was probably somebody having an anxiety attack or something but this is what they said they said sometimes we're so afraid that we're gonna die that we forget to do the thing that will keep us alive breathe again that statement says sometimes we're so afraid that we're gonna die that we forget to do the thing that will keep us alive breathe well, I don't exactly remember what I was thinking that day, like how, why it struck me that day, but I can tell you after our experience over the last five and a half, six months, that the way that that speaks to me today is probably a little bit different. And here's what I see with that statement today. Sometimes we get so wrapped up. Now I'm going to talk money right now. Okay. I hope that's okay. When it comes to our money situation, do you remember that we, my husband and I, had a $130,000 turnaround in about three and a half, four years, and that was making very little money, maybe $50,000, $60,000 a year, and so many times people are like, how in the world did you do that? And there are times when I'm like, I just, I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how we did that. Looking back, it seems kind of crazy, actually, um, and then when we've had so many like pitfalls and stuff happen over the last several years that we've have, have feeling like we've taken some steps backward instead of forward. And now looking back, I'm like, you know what? I think when some of that stuff started to happen, we lost a little bit of footing and we started to get fearful. At least I started to get feel fearful. And there's that fear for me. It was kind of a fear of failing. Like this was kind of our our claim like yeah we did this and this was something that was exciting and and then when we backpedaled it was like oh wait a minute wait 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 now now I'm failing and that's just ridiculous by the way I mean I know now that that is absolutely just ridiculous thinking but have you ever gotten wrapped up in ridiculous thinking I know I can't be alone in that but anyway um so I was living in that fear of failing and then 
there was this sense of complete lack of control. And I know it was a completely irrational sense of complete lack of control because hello, look what I do. I teach people how to incrementally take control back of their money. And so, and so it's like, sometimes we're really good at teaching other people things and then forget to turn that into our own solution. Uh, but I did. I turned it into my own solution. It just took a little longer. And I want to just pass that wisdom on to you that a lot of times if our mind is focusing on those big things, those those fears of failing or those fears of lack of control, we forget to just focus on the small things. And when I look back on our situation nine, ten years ago and realize what mess we were in, and I think about how it was that we got out of that mess, the truth of the matter is, we really just took very small steps. We started to do things that seemed to be irrelevant. Breathing, for example, it comes so naturally to us. We don't even have to think about it, right? Our brain does all that work for us. And you don't wake up in the morning and decide, I'm going to breathe right now. You don't go to sleep at night saying, okay, make sure you continue to breathe. We just take it for granted because it comes so naturally. And I believe that there are certain steps, certain behaviors, certain things that we can do financially that if we create these habits, even just small ones, that if, when they become just that, when they become habits, we won't have to think about them quite as um, intentionally and they're going to just start to happen. And then when we do enough of those things, then that actually helps sustain us. Breathing keeps us alive, right? So if we don't get so caught up in dying that we forget to breathe, then we can also apply that to our money. Let's not get so caught up in feeling this uh, doom, you know, this, uh, what's, what am I looking for? Feeling this um, lack of control, like, lack, like, our, like we're destined. That's, that's what I'm looking for. We're destined to fail. Let's not get wrapped up in that. Instead, let's get, let's get laser focused on a couple of the small things that we can start with and not re just let's I don't want to rehaul your whole lifestyle we can't do that all in one day I don't do that to myself I would never ask my clients to do that but let's just do one small thing that we can laser focus on and then that becomes a habit that becomes then a basic foundation for the way that you handle your money and the way that you behave with your money and once we get that one under control, then we move on to the next one. And I can tell you from personal experience, just over the last little bit of time, I'm not going to get a lot into this because it's uh, it's basically a whole nother episode, but 10 years ago when we had gotten out of that mess, we basically did everything on the cash system. And that's something that we have not been as diligent with over the last maybe two or three years. Well, when we were starting to see some of our own behaviors slipping, I just took a step back and my husband and I spoke and we said, okay, let's reassess our situation and what are we doing differently now that's not working that used to work well before. And one of the things that was a just kind of like an underlying denominator was the cash system. We had moved completely away from the cash system and there were some areas in our budget that we were really just overspending in. And so what we decided to do was instead of swinging the pendulum entirely the other way, which I think is the 
I think that's the temptation that a lot of people have. They say, okay, well, you know, this isn't working, so now we need to swing the pendulum all the other way and just go 100% in. And we didn't do that. Instead, we said, what categories are we overspending in? And let's just go back to a cash system for those categories. And so that's what we did. And wouldn't you know, we're not overspending in those categories anymore because we got back to the basics. So really, that's all I wanted to talk to you about today. We will continue to talk about some of the different steps that you can take and, and how all of that puts together later on. But today, I just wanted to do two things. I wanted to give you a little bit of hope that if you have stopped a, a behavior that was really, really good for you and you're knowing that you're wanting to get back into that, but you're just afraid to do that because of the learning curve, there is hope. The learning curve is much shorter the second, third, fourth, or eighth time around. And then the second thing I wanted to reiterate for you is that if there is something that you're struggling with and it's because of the fear of, you know, whatever, let's get back to the basics. Let's remember to to breathe at this point. Just do the small things that we know we know how to do that almost come naturally and then we can get back to um, where you know, back to living again. Before I sign off, I would just love to ask you if you wouldn't mind going to iTunes and just rating this show. I'd appreciate it. A five-star rating is very much appreciated. Um, any comments that you have would be great. I think that it basically helps other people find the show. I know that podcasting has become a bit of a of a trend these days and so there's a lot of noise out there and I believe that the content that I deliver to you is valuable for a lot of people and if you know people who could really utilize this please send them this way and uh, again if you just go onto iTunes for a minute and rate this show it will help others find us as well and uh, I would appreciate that. I look forward to talking to you later on this week and in the meantime have a fantastic Monday. Bye bye. <laughs>